T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. The baseball game is over. It's time for the Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show with Tim Allen on The Fan. It is a final and another wild one from PNC, and the results are not good. Welcome in, everybody. Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show. Tim Allen, after a Brewers disheartening 8-6 loss in game two of this three-game set. And I just, I am sort of at a loss after this loss. You were flying high, weren't you, as a Brewer fan in that seventh inning? Brewers played four, take a four-run lead. And you think it's fairly safe? I mean, it's four runs, for crying out loud. But it's a wild series in Pittsburgh, and uh, it was... Uh, it was a four-run seventh for the Pirates as well to retie. And then it didn't take long in, in the eighth inning for Bobby Wall to just sort of give it right back. Double, homer, and there it was. There was a, a, a lot of twists and turns in this. Want to get your reaction on this one. Uh, Christian Yelich did not get that final at bat. Okay, that that may have been a, a mercy right there decision because uh, he is now one for 22 on the season with nine strikeouts. We'll get to Christian Yelich in just a little while, but really a uh, a tough, tough loss for the Brewers. I mean, they're down two zip, and you get Keston Hero with the home run to tie it up. A couple of innings later, you do have a, a four-run seventh, as I said. Interesting, uh, in that seventh inning, four walks in that inning. Five wa- I'm sorry, five walks in that inning. The first four batters walked in that inning, to plate that first run. Some base running mistakes in this and a huge error defensively by Justin Smoke. Justin Smoke, um, we're still trying to get used to him, both offensively and, uh, and, and his defensive prowess. He had an error in Chicago as well. That sort of ate him up. It was almost like he was afraid of the ball just a little bit, back on his heels. Not a good way to play defense in the big leagues. And that right there, I don't know what he was thinking there. I mean, you got to make sure you get the you get the sure out right there. Want to get your reaction on this baseball game tonight? 414-799-1250. And another short start for the starters for the Milwaukee Brewers here in the 2020 championship season. You get another three and two thirds. I mean, your best outing so far, Woody and Hauser both going five innings. The other three games. Three-plus innings, 
three and a third, and now tonight three and two thirds. Now you can't make the argument it was an injury, uh, some uh, cramps, the 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 back spasms kind of flaring up on uh, Josh Lindblom today, but he was a little bit on life support himself in that fourth inning because his pitch count was high. He was battling in there. Don't get me wrong. I'm I'm uh, actually looking forward to seeing Josh Lindblom pitch again because th- that dude's a pitcher. I mean, he's he's not going to overpower you with anything. Five or six different pitches, but uh, back spasms got him in the fourth inning. And you know, Brent Suter, uh, I I don't know. We rarely see that out of Brent Suter falling apart a little bit. Outs on the base pass. Avisail Garcia picked off. With two outs early in the game, Orlando Arcia on a sack fly by Keston Hira. I don't know where he was going or what he was doing heading to third base. Ryan Braun thrown out at the plate. That one is debatable a little bit, I guess. I mean, you do, it did take, again, here's that famous line, it took a perfect throw to get him. But that was with nobody out. And so that double play, that's sort of, yeah. Then you have wasted opportunities offensively in the eighth inning. Uh, That's what I'm talking about right there. First and third, you're starting to battle back. You at least got to get a run right there in the eighth inning. First and third, nobody out. You know, Brawny doing a job, bunning his way aboard. The air moves him over. And then a base hit by Sogard. You take a look at Sogard. By the way, uh, those of you uh, having the debate, Lorenzo Kane or Eric Sogard to lead off, both of their on-base percentages are are outstanding. They really are. This this is a tough one. So a couple of things here. One is through five games now, Brewers have another rubber match, splitting the first two games of each of these series. And now we've got a pivotal game three, Woodruff on the mound. We'll preview that game coming up a little bit later on. Uh, We'll hear from Craig Council as well. Uh, tonight with the scoop from the skipper, but uh, a wild one at Pittsburgh. Now, the other thing is the Christian Yelich. We threw out there on Twitter when he was one for 21. Uh, Now he's one for 22 with nine strikeouts. Again, I know it's early. I'm not provoking any sort of negativity here. I'm not. But I, I am curious about that. We threw it out there on Twitter. Uh, Austin, Texas is here. Mayor Mitch is here as well. Austin, how did you phrase the question on Twitter about an hour and a half or two ago? Uh, so we started off, Christian Yelich has started the season one for 21 with eight strikeouts. When does Yelly heat up? Tomorrow, soon, or might be a T- while? Tomorrow, soon. When does Christian Yelich heat up? Tomorrow, soon, or it might be a while? And what are some of the res- results here? Uh, right now, 11% say tomorrow. Mm. 43% say soon, and 46% say might be now, a while. Might be a while is 46% leader in the clubhouse. Why would that be? What what indication is there that it might be a while? I'm not sure. I'm guessing it's the strikeouts. That is the one concerning part for me. Outside of, you know, the one for 22, I know it's a shortened season, so that's heightened in your concern. I understand that. But the uh, the strikeouts to me nine in twenty two at bats. That's the tough part. You got to get the get the ball in play. Now he did hit the ball pretty hard uh, up the middle today uh, as well. But 
you tell me your reaction on this one, 799-1250. I, I'm going to say, I'm going to get right to the turning point in this one. The Great Lakes Dragway turning point in this baseball game brought to you by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove, Wisconsin. Check out all the events and track rental info at greatlakesdragway.com. It's the seventh inning. That was the turning point. One way it was good. The other way it was bad. Four for each team, top and bottom. In the series thus far through the two games, there's been 13 runs combined scored in the seventh innings offensively for both teams. Collective, 13 runs. It's the most runs scored in the seventh inning in the first two games of a series since the 1917 New York Highlanders. No, I just made that part up. But I'm just saying, it's weird how that works out. But that, no, I, I, I honestly, I did make up that stat. But it, it was 13 innings in both of these two games combined. Four for each team in this one, top and bottom, turning point good, turning point bad with Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove, Wisconsin. Uh, do we want to get to some feedback right away? I, I think we probably should. Let me take a brief. Let me let me just take one little breather here. Okay, now we can get to it. Okay, Mike, you're first up. Bayview Shade and Blind post game show. Brewers okay. fall. Um, my wife only almost took my headphones off. She didn't want to take me to the emergency tonight. But no, we didn't. We didn't want that either. Mike. No, I, I, I'm I'm going to stay calm. You know, it's just a game. But um, the turning point uh, was it Arcia getting thrown out, uh, sleeping on the base path. That was like a rally buster. Uh, right before that, and I'm going to show my lack of knowledge. I know Suter was up a long time warming up, but I felt like was it Yardley? I, I, I just and I'm not I'm not uh, coaching material. And last night I'm defending counsel, but I just thought leave the guy in a couple batters. But I didn't know the lefty righty situation. Now Suter then, Suter didn't have it tonight. Yeah, there's there's no. no question. And I just thought, man, leave Yardley in. But, no, but getting thrown out at third. And then here's my crazy thought on Braun. And I, I'm not watching the game, so I don't know, but he's got a head of steam coming around third. Okay, and you stop him. Why? No, no outs. Okay, but then yeah. You send him, and then you send him from a dead stop with a guy who's got a good arm. And, uh... And then, of course, Smokes, uh, I don't know. These guys have been playing ball their whole lives. I mean, uh, but anyhow, I, I just, I guess I, that's what I wanted to say. Those okay, things- no, it's a good point on the on the base hit from Sogard. Uh, Mike, thanks for the call. You just relax, deep breaths. Mike uh, ended up in the hospital a couple of years ago because he got a little too excited about things. We need to keep his blood pressure down. We need to keep him at a, at a very kind of even keel a little bit. Mike, take care of yourself. Um, the base hit by Sogard with Braun at second base. You know, at that point, you guys know the rule. You don't want to make the first out at, at, at home plate. You just, and so I, I understood it there. Sending him on the sack fly part, yeah, you know, you're taking a gamble. He could have sat right there. Uh, again, you're going to tell me it took a perfect throw. I understand that. Had it been the first out of the inning, I mean, on a 
on a base hit. Let's say uh, Sogard's base hit, Brawny does go, and he's thrown out. I would have lost my mind. That would have been far more egregious than what happened here. But, I mean, first and third, table set to answer back. I'm convinced they score in that eighth inning, they win this baseball game. I mean, they held it in check to at least a tie. Want to get your reaction here, 414-799-1250. Bayview Shade and Blind Post Game Show. Uh, let's, we're going to take a break here. We'll come back. I, I do want to talk about Yelich, and, and you brought up uh, Ryan Braun, Mike, and he made some comments before the game that is a little bit concerning to me, and we have to get to those as well. All that and more coming up. Brewers fall 8-6, game two of the three-game set in Pittsburgh. Baby Shade and Blind postgame show here after each game, AM 1250 and 105.7 FM, The Fan. It's the Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show. It's time for the Gene Wagner Plumbing Are You Kidding Me? moment of the game on The Fan. Gene Wagner Plumbing, celebrating over 50 years in business. For any residential, commercial, or industrial plumbing needs, go to genewagnerplumbing.com. Pick one. Justin Smokeair, Orlando Arcia, base running, uh, doing his Carlos Gomez impersonation. Uh, let's see, uh, Avisail Garcia getting picked off, Ronnie getting thrown out, table set, no runs. Uh, do you have any more? Uh, Brent Suter can't find the strike zone. A four-run seventh, maybe Bobby Wall. <laughs> I mean, we could go on and on and on. Gene Wagner plumbing, are you kidding me, moment of the game. Well, within the game, uh, it's the ABs from Christian Yelich, and we need to discuss that. Uh, one for 22 on the season thus far. And uh, nine strikeouts, Seven nine nine twelve fifty. Brewers fall 8-6 in this one. We're going to hear from Ryan Braun. As I said before, a little concern with uh, Ryan Braun. Also, just to throw it out there, uh, Miami Marlins uh, earlier today, the league announced that they're going to cancel the rest of their games all week long. And I believe that they have an off day on Monday and they'll be back in action on Tuesday. We're hoping. Uh, but Bronny uh, comments on that, and it's uh, somewhat concerning uh, all the way around. And we'll get a little uh, more on the heavy side coming up in just a bit. But the Christian Yelich thing, that's a little more uh, in, in front of us here. And they're 2-3 and three now after this loss. And... They're doing it without Yelich. It's 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 almost as if, you know, he's hurt and he's not even in there. Because he's got the one home run, he's got the three RBIs, a fielder's choice yesterday, a two-run shot in Chicago. But it's almost like they're they're two and three despite not having Christian Yelich in his in their lineup. Now I'm not alluding to the fact that he's hurt. I'm just saying, for example, if he wasn't even there, it's almost like he's not even there. So you tell me your reaction on the game in Yelich. Marshall at 799-1250. What's going on? Well, good evening, uh, Tim. As always, uh, thank you for having me on. And uh, not very happy right now. Uh, I was telling my brother tonight that uh, after tomorrow night, boys and girls, six, 10% of the season is in the, is in the books. Man. 
I wanted to be three and three at least coming home to opening day. Got a and shot at it, yeah. We got, we do. Yeah. But we should, be, we should have been there tonight. And uh, mm-hmm. uh, just you, you kind of said more than I could say on it. I think some questionable base running there. Um, it was a tough, as great as that. Uh, two-run uh, double for Arcia was, uh, boy, so close to being a grand slam home run. I mean, that close. And think of what that would have done. Yeah, I didn't you know, even so think of that. So many might have been. But I'll tell you what, it's still a game. The way I look at it is we let one get away. And with, with only a 60-game season, we can't have this this year. If I'm Craig Council right now, and I realize maybe he's not the spark plug I can be at times. And he's a terrific manager, terrific man. I mean, he's he lives out in my neck of the woods here and everything. We love him out here. But I'll tell you what, if it's me, I'm a bit of a spark plug tonight. I said, guys, you can't blow these kind of games. We can't afford this this well, year. Well, in, in fairness, though, Marshall, they, they did steal one yesterday. It's funny how the baseball true. gods work, you know? Very true. I, I agree. Uh, but, boy, you want more. When you get this opportunity yep. like this, you want more. And. I'm hopeful with Woodruff going tomorrow night. That that makes me feel a little better. But let's just be, be, play odds here a little. The odds of getting a four-run lead on the road this late tomorrow night, not exactly good. I think we're just going to have to fight one through. And uh, as for Yelich, I'll make a quick comment on that. I, I'm i kind of almost in the Aaron Rodgers mode. Uh, don't freak out here, folks. I still have a lot of confidence He's going to get it together. It's just an uncharacteristically bad start. I don't know what it is. Nobody knows. Uh, but uh, I'm just of the opinion he'll pull out of it. He's just too good of a player. And uh, you're right. We're two and three despite him. But part of me says we should be three and two right now and mm-hmm. and moving on. So and and Got unfortunately it. the Cubs won tonight too. So, yeah. And now they're know, we, sitting there at four and one. We've got to keep, we, we can't, what I'm trying to say, I'm not being alarmist here, folks. It's a short season. We have to win these kind of games. And, and the thing that gets me, and you put, brought it up, Tim, the base running is what really was a killer. We, we should have had even bigger innings there than we had. No doubt. Marshall, always a pleasure, man. Always a pleasure. Seven nine nine twelve fifty. Some of these games have some portions in it that are, that are sloppy. I mean, I, you know, summer camp, pandemic season, re-regimented. Uh, you're you're ramping up to get into to get into play. I don't have a reason why. I'm just saying there's portions of these baseball games now through five, and again, the sample size is five. But there are some portions of these games that look look pretty sloppy, and maybe it's like that for. You know, I've been busy here as of late. <laughs> I don't get a chance to sit down and watch a Dodgers-Giants game. You know, a Padres-Diamondbacks game. You know, not only we're, we're following Brewers baseball, but then we got the show after the game. So it, it soaks up all of that. And then post-production. And then, you know, you got to get home and the whole deal. We, so maybe it's sloppy around the league. All I can go by is what the Brewers are doing in front of us. Seven nine nine twelve fifty. Uh Mike, you're next on the Bayview Shade and Blind Post Game Show. What's up, Mike? Hey Jim. You know, listening to you, you don't seem like you're unhappy about this. Well, I'm unhappy. Here we go. In the mortal words of Vince Lombardi, 
what the hell's going on out here? <laughs> are, are those moments? Inning? Is the seventh inning over yet? <laughs> oh, oh, just then. Okay. What the heck? Cedar sending Braun? How old is Braun? Old. What does he say? That throw got to the plate 20 feet before he came in. And, you know, I've been carrying water for smoke against Sparty. I played softball 20 years. If I would have thrown that, throw that ball like that, it would have dragged me from the car. You you got to find a path. You got to find a lane and laser it to second. You this this whole trying to trying to throw it over and around and thing. You step one way or the other. You find he a path it and, to the outfield. <laughs> I know. I, that's what outfield. I'm saying. It looks a little sloppy okay. at times. My last comment is: Who who are they going to miss most? Thames, Grandel, or Moose? Yelich. He's one for twenty-two no, and no, nine no. Ks. No, I'm talking about guys that got rid of. I think they should have kept Thames because first base, where they got smoke over there, they don't know who's going to play first. I don't like that. Yeah, well, Logan Morrison is on this team, too. So, I mean, you can. So, are you going to have five guys play first? Well, depending on the matchups, you put people in positions to succeed. Well, real quick, the question is who who do you think they'll miss most? Thames, Grandel, or Moose? Um. It's a tough question. It, it is. I, I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say Grandal. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna say Grandal. Well, I don't. I, I. I haven't seen much of their catchers. I don't know how proven they are. I think they should have kept Thames. He's really good defensively. Well, better than advertised for sure. A lot. Yeah, Mike. Yeah. Always a pleasure. Okay, thanks. Thanks, him. Yeah. Yeah. I don't seem very unhappy. Is that what he said, Austin? That is what he said. He obviously, well, I mean, obviously he didn't see it during the game. You weren't too thrilled. I can't, you know what? I can't just go curl into the fetal and cry, shaking naked. I have a radio show to do. Believe me, you can attest to it. He can attest to it. Anybody I've worked with, you guys know more than anybody. Losing my mind here. During the game, step out, smoke a half a pack of cigarettes. It's crazy. They look sloppy at times, guys. I, I'm not saying the sample size is enough to, to determine what this team is going to do this year yet, because it's not. But what we've seen looks a little sloppy at times. Are you kidding me? Gene Wagner Plumbing, a company you can trust. Are you kidding me? Moments of the game Way too many. And now Yelich, one for 22. Yeah, maybe the 22 thing, that's a little karma. Maybe that'll turn things around. You know, it's snapped at 22, right? The number 22? I sure hope so. Uh, me too. Uh, Craig, uh, Craig Council coming up. I uh, I didn't like the Ben Gamble at bat. As, as much of a fan of Ben Gamble I, that I am. And I am, and you guys know that. Big time Benny, big game Ben, you know, big moment Ben, the Gambino, but whatever nickname you want on him. Logan Morrison was put on this baseball team to hit late multiple homers in throughout the season, right? 
That's why he was acquired. He wasn't acquired to play gold glove first base or gold glove corner outfield. That's not why you got Logan Morrison on this squad. You got Logan Morrison for a reason. You needed a two-run home run right there. That's the time to go get it. Instead, you have Ben Gamble, who, again, I like him, going at a guy gassing 99. Just saying. Brent Suter was left in a little too long. Just saying. That some of these things, I, I'm not going to agree on everything Craig Council does. I'm not. I, I won't agree with anything any, any manager does. Because that's the great debate about baseball. All right. Do you want to take one more before the break? Yeah, let's go to John in Oak Creek. John, the OC, what's happening? Hey, good talking to you again there, Tim. Thanks, Glad, John. To, glad to see uh, our baseball back again. Um, I tell you what, boy, man, I thought the Brewers were going to have this game tonight. And uh, going up like they did by four runs, and then all of a sudden they gave it right back when uh, Suter was up there. Um, That's what uh, happened. Being, a, beating, uh, being in a player like that. But um, – and loading the bases. But let me tell you what, yeah, I don't know what's going on with uh, Yelich. You know, one for 22, that's a 45 batting average, and .045. So uh, he's got to, uh, you know, get back to his old self again if the Brewers are going to be uh, a good hitting team. And then also, like like that one caller was saying, yeah, we, we could have used like an Eric Thames back on this team. I think we missed him just for his bat, and we could use him. Obviously, Grandall would have been nice, but uh, he had a big contract. Yeah. But uh, yeah, you know, um, yeah, there's the shortened season this year. This is a unusual year, but um, yeah, we'll have to uh, see how they do tomorrow night. They're going to have to like get back at it and yeah, um, get the get the runs going again, but uh, not give up those big innings again. Yeah, and that and that's it. Um, because it, I mean, you can make the argument, John. Thanks for the call. You can make the argument. That you could pick on the starting rotation, you could pick on the bullpen, you could pick on the offense, you could pick on the defense, you could pick on the base running. You can make all those arguments. But I will say this, silver lining, it's just five games. You win, you win that game tomorrow, you come back feeling okay. On the road, you go 3-3, three and three, tough place to play in Chicago. Pittsburgh is like a little gnat that won't go away. So just think about it that way. And you have Woodruff on the mound tomorrow. The baseball gods are funny guys. They'll take those baseball cosmic tumblers and they'll just spin them. And you'll hear the clicks and they'll fall into place. And you'll win a game when you're down four runs in the ninth inning. And then the very next day, those same tumblers click into place where you can't get out of your own way with a four-run lead late in the game with a decent bullpen. It's funny how that works. It's crazy. All right, so Christian Yelich on the plate today. Also, we have uh, Ryan Braun, and we we have to, uh, you know, once we g- get Craig Council on and and kind of kind of mop that eight uh, six loss up. Want to get to, um, you know, really a question that that is out there, and it has to be addressed, and that is uh, the Mi- Miami Marlins situation and the flare up with COVID positives within that organization, and whether or not you believe that baseball is on the brink of scaling things back. And I, again, I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. I don't know if anybody knows the answer to that. Maybe Rob Manfred does deep down. 
But I, I just wanted to get your spin on that as well. 799-1250, Brewers fall 8-6, the final. It is uh, Tim Allen. There's Austin, Texas. Mayor Mitch is here. We'll uh, find out what the Cubs did against the Reds. We'll find out what the Cardinals did. We'll get with Mitch on that. We'll continue to get your reaction on a number of things. Talking baseball tonight. Baby Shade and Blind postgame show. AM 1250 and 105.7 FM, The Fan. It's the Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show. It's time for the current electric spark of the game during today's game on The Fan. Go to callcurrent.com for your superhero electricians. 8-6 final Brewers fall in game two of this three-game set. They're now 2-3 and three on the 2020 championship season. Current electric spark of the game. I don't know, Lorenzo Cain and, and uh, Eric Sogard keep keeping on. Keston Hira with a uh, two-run home run. There's a couple of sparks right there. I think that seventh inning uh, sparked a Brewers victory t- tonight. No, it didn't. I guess it didn't. That would have been the spark of the game, that top half of the seventh inning where they played four runs on just one hit, five walks in that inning. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Is your spark of the game with current electric? All right, uh, we'll get to Craig Council in just a bit. I got to get to this Ryan Braun because this concerned me. Played a little bit of this on the uh, Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin on deck show, and there are varying different viewpoints on this, and including a lot of broadcasters that want to, uh, you know, put strike the fear of a- anything and everything into all of us, and it re- really. Um, I think baseball is on and I think baseball is, uh, not surprised when it comes to a flare up with one of these organizations. Did they truly believe that there wasn't going to be a few positives around the league and maybe a little flare up within one clubhouse? That's why they, that's why they put together the, the 60 man and the alternative training site. That's, that's why they put all these things into place. I think they're far more intelligent than I am. And so when someone does come up positive that you can easily replace and, and continue on with Major League Baseball, Ryan Braun, uh, with the advent of the Miami Marlins having, you know, what, uh, and again, you there's differing reports on the exact number, but let's say a dozen um, and maybe a couple of more between staff members, but a dozen players come up positive. That's concerning. I get it. It is. Now, there are rumors out there that, you know, maybe there was some nonsense going on with some of the players. Again, just rumors. I don't, I don't know if any of this has been confirmed at all, but rumors out there flying around. Who knows what to believe these days? Because there's so many different angles. Uh, but, you know, in that case, then we have uh, maybe a bigger problem if, if those rumors are true. But Ryan Braun uh, addressed the, the Miami Marlins situation and the, the coronavirus positive tests around Major League Baseball as a whole as well. Here's what he had to say. Just try to process this and read what Ryan Braun is telling you. 
going back to what you said earlier about just, you know, how unsettling all this is, how hard is it to not call a risk up and say, you know what, I, I think it's time to come home and be with you and the kids. And, and what makes you want to stay through this? Um, it's day to day. You know, I think for most of us, it's day to day. I think we're constantly assessing the situation, seeing where we're at. Um, but it's not easy. It's, it's not easy for, for any of us to think that we'll be flying home uh, back to our families tomorrow night and we won't get the test results from today or tomorrow's test for a couple days. Um, the plane felt really dangerous the other night. I think that there's, there's a real level of fear and anxiety for all of us, uh, especially all of us that have children, anybody who may have underlying health conditions, anybody who has a, an older parent, um, coaches, and, and everybody else. So uh, it's definitely not easy. It's something I think that, that we're all struggling with to an extent, and it makes it really difficult to concentrate trade on baseball yeah there are a couple of different angles here from what what, uh, Bronny just said and and one is um, you know at any moment uh, you're looking at a guy that uh, could just take off and abandon the team maybe abandons a little harsh I believe Ryan Braun has earned the right to leave and I congratulate him for that he's made some 150 million dollars in his career which is super cool, and, and uh, I mean, that is awesome. I'm, I'm happy for him personally. I am. And he's earned that right because he doesn't need the money. When he says he's got to fly back and, and the plane ride, did he say the plane ride was dangerous? That is correct. Meaning that it almost crashed or I'm assuming COVID. I'm going to assume that, but that's just a weird terminology to use. But he, he has the right to, to go home if he wants, and he's got the money. On the other hand, some of these guys don't. Some of these guys, some 65% of big league baseball players make less than a million dollars. Most of these guys are playing with the prorated deal, with the amount of games they're playing, for some quarter of a million dollars. $250,000 these days is not a, a hell of a lot of money. I mean, to some, I guess everything's relative. But some of these guys are making $250,000 this year. They need to play. They've got to play. Brawny has earned the right to just, hey, it's, it's just it's too much of a, of a risk, and, and off he goes. On the other hand, there, this is a business, and he's the first one to say this is a business. Yeah, it's a game. It's a business also. And that business rolls on, and it'll roll on without you. It'll roll on without you, and it's going to continue without you. I have to go home to my family too. I can't afford to not come to work. I have that option, not come to work. I don't get paid. I can't pay bills. So you have to look at it both ways. Should, at, at what point, where's the breaking point here in Major League Baseball? Where, where is it? Where's the line drawn? Because I'll tell you right now, I won't be shocked if they shut it down. I don't want to put the fear, uh, as a lot of mainstream media does, to you guys. And I know you're smarter than that. But they certainly are trying to strike the fear of anything in you. I, I'm wide open to the fact that they may shut this thing down. I am grateful that we get to do a show today after a ball game, despite the disappointing final on this, 8-6 Brewers lose. I mean, I... Uh, I'm I'm wide open to that. I won't like it, but it's not my decision. Furthermore, I don't even think I would want to make that decision. 
That's a very difficult decision. You're in that driver's seat. What would you do? A, a bunch of different things to consider, of which professional athletes are some of the single most healthy individuals on the planet. We have to consider that with this disease, don't we? I think we do. Now, here's the pro- herein lies the problem. When someone gets super sick, and that could happen, so where's the breaking point on that? Ronnie, day-to-day, I wonder how many other players are like this. That's what it raised my eyebrows to. Not just Braun, but a lot of other players have to think that way. I don't know what percentage. There's some players that, if it were up to them, they'd, they'd be fine. They'd be fans in the stands. They'd be high-fiving and dogpiling after a walk-off and the whole deal. I don't know where the breaking point is. I don't know where the decision, what it comes down to, when you want to just pull the plug on this thing. It won't shock me. It shouldn't surprise you. If they shut down this, they can shut down that. If they can shut down schools, they can shut down baseball. They can shut down baseball. They can shut down colleges. It's just on and on and on and on and on. And I'm not making those decisions. I'm just telling you that why be shocked on some positive cases when there's positives right down the street here at the factory. There's positives at, at you know, wherever you you work. The guy down the, down, the, down the aisle, down the cubicle. I'm just saying. I don't know where the breaking point is with Major League Baseball. What I can tell you is I am soaking in every game because I know it could be gone. We all know it could be gone tomorrow, next week. Well, we're going to hear from Rob Manford. Mitch, did you find some counsel? Uh, counsel uh, chimed in on that Marlin situation. Yeah, we have a couple of cuts from uh, from counsel and just sort of the status of uh, of baseball and wh- where they're at right now and how it affects the Brewers. There's room for improvement in everything we do, you know. Period. So so it's not something we're grading, but I do think everything we do can, I mean, that, that's just not, I'm not talking about COVID, but I would say we're always trying to evaluate everything we do to try to get better at it. So look, we're going to do things that don't look good. I mean, cause we're human and, and we're not perfect. And, and so, um, but we talked about the dugout. Yeah. So it's just, you know, it's, it, it was really hot in Chicago, you know, that, you know, that, that didn't make it easier. I'll tell you that. Um, and that, that's just facts. Um, but, um, we, we can do everything better is what I tell you. Yeah. And I, and I agree with that. There are going to be some screw ups here and there, you know, there is, is going to be a situation where uh, someone's going to make a mistake. These are, this is a template that nobody has ever gone through before. No, we've never been major league baseball has not been through this. These are young dudes that, uh, you know, when you're young, you make decisions that sometimes you <laughs> you would make a different decision if you got a little bit older. Mitch, you have one more with counts? Yeah, let's hear it. Frankly, I mean, look, we've all read what we've all read. Um, and, and I think talk to, you know, guys have talked to people they know with, with the Marlins. Um, I mean, as you know, as far as league communication is, we're playing tonight. You know, that that's what we know. Um, it, it's obviously a serious situation. Um, I think we, we, we held a meeting just kind of regarding, you know, 
regarding the topic, regarding anything guys wanted to, to, to say. And then just also like we, we just have to continually kind of double down on our efforts to, to be safe. Um, and uh, so that means, you know, asking how we can improve our practices, asking is there, you know, are we doing this well enough? And then just committing to it with each other of doing the absolute best we can. Um, we're going to get reminders like this. I think this was probably, you know, this was harsher than we thought we'd get at this point, but we, we got a huge, you know, punch to the face really of like, man, we, we've got to be perfect here. Right. And that's what we're trying to do. I, I don't, you know, it's, that, that feels like a tall task, but that's what we're going to try to do. We're going to try to get it right. And um, it, it takes all of us. It takes us, of us um, helping each other out, um, you know, in every way possible, like of, of our best practices, um, where we're, we're put in, you know, I think the travel situations, it just, it, it's not that it's, it's, it's not that it's dangerous. It's just different, right? It's just, it's hard to be in a complete bubble when you're all moving around. Um, and, and so I, you know, I, I don't know if that's what happens, but I can just tell you from us moving to Chicago and then to Pittsburgh, it's, it just feels more challenging to kind of keep everybody together and, and, and on the same page and in kind of different modes of transportation and different venues, et cetera. The best we can do is to continue to talk about it with each other. And then, you know, as we, and then just keep reminding each other of how diligent we have to be about um, doing our best with, with masks, with, um, with social distancing, with washing our hands, with, with places to avoid. It's, it's, that's the best we can do. So Craig Council says, with regards to travel, it's not that it's dangerous. See how the differing viewpoints here? And Ryan Braun said, the plane rise, ride was dangerous. You know, it's, it's so different for different people. We're viewing this with different minds, with different eyes, even the experts, quote, are differing. Really super intelligent experts are differing with what's going on here. Let me, let me say this. If the Miami Marlins had the breach of protocol of going somewhere to hang out together, say maybe a place they shouldn't be altogether. I wonder if the league might be mandating some sort of discipline. And I wonder if that would correct it. Because doesn't it seem strange that one, now we'll be on the lookout for other flare-ups in multiples in other organizations. But you wonder, not only in baseball, but may possibly in, in the bubble with the NBA coming back on Friday, with the, uh, the uh, training camps in the NFL getting back up and running and ultimately the season up and running. I just wonder if that might be in the guidelines as well for the protocols. Because it is a matter of trust in that regard. But if it's another team with a flare-up of 6, 8, 10, 12, that's one thing. But if it's only the Marlins, then there might be something there. Just saying.
And there are some uh, pretty wicked rumors out there, and I don't want to get into that because there's there's all sorts of slanderous things that you can you can get tied up in. But it's uh, it's it's rough, and and they knew this there would be a flare up. But I, did they expect this? I think they did. I do. I believe they did, and that's why Manford. We're going to hear from Manford. If you want to grab that cut too, Mayor Mitch, just to finish up this segment. If you want to grab the Manfred, uh, what he said uh, yesterday in regards to uh, the Miami Marlins situation, because it it does seem funny to me that there is travel all over the place, and they're the one and only team that has just this type of number around it. The other organizations just seem to have a little pop-up here and there. Let me know when he's he's got that, because this is appropriate right before the break here. Um, If you want to join this, uh, 799-1250, because... It's a tough one to figure out, guys. It is, and I think that's why that's why we are, uh, at least I am, enjoying every at bat of every Brewer game that we've got. We got the Manfred. Okay, go. I, I, there's a bunch of them, but you know, I think this is one of you know mainly about why they played on Sunday, yeah, and uh, kind of how it's uh, how it's unfolding. There yeah, was testing on Friday, um, one positive on Saturday, testing again on Saturday, and the three additional. Uh, positives on Sunday. What then happened under the protocols um, was we did contact tracing um, on all four positives. Um, there were there was I think a, a, a small number of players who met the CDC guidelines. They were quarantined. We ordered additional testing. We did symptom checks. Um, we did temperature checks, and pers- decided to proceed with the game uh, on Sunday. So just to be clear, the CDC guidelines are about close contact that's correct. in other words just being a teammate of a player does not put you at risk that's correct there's a distance requirement as well as a duration requirement that's interesting stuff and if you want to again what are your thoughts on this the marlin situation the baseball situation it says a whole differing viewpoints this is amazing to me it's just there's no book on this thing just crazy, crazy times. Had to talk about this tonight. Maybe there'll be other conversations about it as well. Still a lot to get to tonight, including your reaction. 8-6 Brewers fall and the Miami Marlins flare up uh, upwards of a dozen players test positive. Is baseball doing the right thing and continuing? It's a Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show here on The Fan. It's the Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show. Let's get the scoop from the skipper on today's game on the fan. 8-6 final Brewers fall in game two of this three-game set. Tim Allen and you guys at 414-799-1250. Before we get to Craig Council, oh, I can't wait for this, Craig Council. Todd wanted to chime in. Hey, Todd, is uh, Major League Baseball, with considering what the Marlins are going through, are they doing the right thing? I think they have to just because of uh, what the protocol is. Um, and, and I think, Timmy, uh, you really got to think about uh, everything that's going on. It's an election year. It is. And everything <laughs> is. Uh, <laughs> See, now this, this is what I'm saying. I'm, I'm just going to tell you this, Todd. I, you know, and I've said it before, so I'm not speaking out of school. Broadcasters, a lot of times these days, 
have an agenda they want you to follow. Be smart about that, and you're smart about it. Don't get pushed around. You can make up your own mind. And you might agree with them, and I get that. God bless America. Yeah, exactly. And everybody has their own right to make up their own mind and there make you their go. own decision. But when government steps in and tells you how to do it, what to do, when to do it, and where to do it, that's where it gets confusing and gets very, very, very wrong. And that gets very dangerous. So going back to the election year deal, um, and, and, you know, what's Ryan Braun, you know, everybody is raised. I'm going to get killed on this. We're doing some sort you know, everybody, of talk show. And, 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 you won't. And, and I hope so because everybody has the freedom of choice. And, and unfortunately, that's being taken away from us now. It's being stolen. I have one choice. I have one choice, and that is come to work and get paid, stay home and not get paid. I don't, that's, there's the choices for me. That That's just Dude, it. Go to work and get paid I'm or a, not. I'm a, I'm a employee contractor. Today. No, no, no. But, okay, fair enough. I if I don't go. No, I, I know that, but go. you have to respect some people that have enough money to make the choice to take all the risk away. And I appreciate that and respect that, though, Todd. But then, then, then do it, and and don't bother, and don't upset the other half of the country that has to do what they have to do to pay their bills. You know, if if Ryan Braun doesn't want to do it, like you say, Timmy, God bless him. He made his money. Yeah. I wish I was. I don't yeah. wish I was him, but you know, let him do what he wants to do. But if you cannot dictate to me how I feed my family. Well, there's a lot of a lot of people that are in a in a decision making position, and I'm glad I'm not. The only decision I, I I need to make is is really coming to work and getting paid and being as safe yeah. as I can. That's all I can do. That's that's just exactly. all I can and do. There's nothing else you can do. And, I, and, and one other note, Timmy, I don't know anybody personally, personable or personally, that has this disease. And you, maybe you might change people. your tune, though, if you did, right? You might. Yeah, but, you know, my parents live in Florida, and they're older, and they're like, my dad's like 75, 77, I don't know, you know, he's up there. And, and so is my mother, and, uh, uh, and, 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 and God bless them, but they don't, they haven't got the disease, but they're they're safe about it. And those are the people that are vulnerable to it. And that's what Craig Council said. All right, fair enough, Todd. Thanks thanks for the call. That's what Craig Council said. We make good decisions. We double down on on what we should be doing. And that's that's all we can do, and that's all he can do, and that's all this league can do. That's all everybody can do. But to but to crawl away, if you hey, if you've made the money and you can do it, more power to you, man. You're so lucky to have that option. So lucky to have that option. I, I just, man. But from a baseball standpoint, now just talking about on the field, I think this team needs a Ryan Braun. I hope he stays. I do. I hope he sticks around. But I'll understand it if he doesn't. Day-to-day decision-making process. For Ryan Braun to go home, I didn't. I didn't think it'd be like that, but I understand it. Again, this is crazy times. Crazy times. All right, crazy game, crazy series thus far 
in Pittsburgh between the Pirates and your Brewers as uh, they fall tonight in this one, 8-6. They have a four-run lead in the seventh inning, and they let this one slip away. Yesterday, they're down four in the ninth inning. They fight back to grab that one. Well, it comes around, goes around, series tied at one. Here's Craig Council. Craig, do you uh, have any update on Lindblom, and, and can you tell us exactly what happened to us? They just told us back cramps. You don't often hear that phrase. Yeah, I mean, it's it's this happened. Um, it actually happened to him up in Appleton. Um, uh, we kind of chalked it up to just a, a one-day dehydration issue, and he that and, and six days ago he was recovered by kind of the end of the night, um, and then there was no signs of anything going on. Um, you know, in between starts, no signs of anything through four innings, and then he just it just was. Um, kind of cramps and dehydration again. Um, you know, he's, he's, he made, he was aware of it going into it. So he's trying to, you know, attack it or whatever, or, or um, prepare for it. But it just, it kind of hit him again, just on one pitch. Craig, I know you like your depth of pitching um, in a season like this though, is, is our injury sort of magnified? If you lose a guy, is it magnified? Um, well, I, I mean, I'd look at, I think, you know, anytime we're have to make quicker moves, you know, basically the last two nights we've had to make like quicker moves we wanted to. Um, and we're going to be cautious with our relievers right now, as far as like how, how many times we're going to use them. So, um, yeah, you need, you need your, you need everybody to contribute. And, um, you know, Josh certainly had, um, you know, he, he was, he was in a little bit of a jam there, but, uh, gets out of it. He, we'd send him back out there for the fifth inning still. And, um, you know, so yeah, I mean, it, it, you got to get more outs and then you got to go through guys and certainly, yeah. Craig, baseball sometimes can be cruel. He waited so long, you know, to come back. I was looking forward to it so much and just kind of an odd thing. It sounds like too, is. Is there any worry this is a, will be a continuing thing with him or? No, no. I mean, I, this is not. You know, I don't. I don't think this is something. That's the. You know, it's cramps. It's dehydration. It's not. I don't. I don't see it as an injury. You know, that's not something that's generally um, going to last. But you know, it is a little mysterious. It happened two times in a row, and so we'll have to figure that out. But. Um, no, I mean Josh. Josh pitched well. He should be should be happy with with how he pitched. Um, no, I thought there was he, there was one there was one hitter he probably would want back, and that was that was Evans to me. The walk to Evans. Um, no, I, I thought he had him set up pretty well, and he just didn't make a couple of pitches. But but he pitched he pitched nicely, so he should be he should be proud of himself coming back. Nothing nothing to be disappointed about. Craig, do you remember many innings like that seventh where you guys capitalize on all the walks and then they come back and it's walks, error, hit batsman. It was just a sloppy yeah. inning. Yeah, uh, I mean, it was. It wasn't. Uh, yeah, it wasn't not a good baseball inning for both sides. Um, plain and simple. <laughs> on the air, Craig, did Smoke say anything about just gripping it too quick or just loved it? No, I think he tried to just put some. I think he tried to deliver with some touch, and he and he, he just floated over Orlando's head. I mean, um, you know, he was kind of on the run, so I just I, I 
he was on the run, so he wasn't going to, you know, he didn't set his feet and kind of make a firm throw. He's just trying to, like I said, deliver with a little bit of a touch and it just got away from him. We don't typically see Suter struggle with his command like he did. Was it just something mechanics got a little out of whack for him? Yeah, I, I mean, you know, the only the only thing that you always worry about and, and for any pitcher is just when they go out there after sitting for so long and that, that top of the seventh was just an eternity of an inning for us, in a good way, you know, but you always, two pitching changes, you always in the back of your mind are a little worried about that for a pitcher. Um, and he sat for quite a while there. I don't, I don't know that that had anything to do with it, but very unlike Brent, um, the hit batter, the walk, it just, it's not, you know, we don't, we don't see that very often. I, he got it back together though. Right. And, and made a couple really good pitches and, you know, the air, I, it's possible double play still, I think, um, you know, they hurt us. Craig, it looked like in the early going, both pitchers, Lynn Bloom and uh, Holland, we're showing what you can do if you mix speeds and hit your spots. They, you know, they're not blowing it by you, but they're kind of carving you up with, you know, hitting their spots. And you didn't really do much until here as Homer. Yeah, no, I mean, uh, Alan did a nice job. I mean, he threw, um, you know, his fastball was was uh, pretty pretty darn good, and he off off speed in the zone. Um, was balanced out so um yeah it was it's been, and josh was the same i mean josh like i said josh was excellent you know the, the one at bat i thought he just wanted back maybe a little bit just just picked a little bit on evans um uh, and other but other than that it was you know it was he was cruising i mean he had i think he had 37 pitches going in the fourth inning so he was very efficient and, and doing a nice job with the Elitch, how much of a concern is this or is this just kind of a slump every hitter goes through and it's just magnified because it's the start of the season Uh, I'm gonna ask you to repeat that because I can't hear you. With Yelich, how is how much of a concern is this, or is this just a deal where everybody goes through this kind of slump and it's magnified because it's the start of the season? Well, I mean, you know, I don't know what you want me to say here. I mean, he's he's struggling. Um, and, you know, I mean, we're always concerned when our hitters struggle. Um, you know, he'll get out of it. Uh, I assure you of it. Um, we'll we'll do our best to help him, and we just he's just got to keep grinding through at bats, and that that one swing or those two at bats will happen um, where, where he gets where he gets one through and feels good and gets it gets it back locked in. It's the Bayview Shade and Blind Post Game Show. It's time to dive into the box score for today's game on the Fan. Brought to you by the Laborers International Union Local One Thirteen. Feel the power. On the web at liuna113.org. Well, Craig Council showing a little concern for Christian Yelich, but uh, to be fair, he said he's concerned anytime any of his players struggle. Christian Yelich now one for 22 on the short season thus far, and uh, he does. Uh, now this is concerning nine strikeouts. Let's check out the numbers, and we'll uh, take a break and come back and hear from Brent Suter. Things just sort of fell apart on Brent Suter. An error didn't help as well from Justin Smoke. So stick around for that. In this ballgame, Lorenzo Kane goes one for three with a couple of walks and one run scored. Uh, Keston Hira, one for two, a two-run homer, three RBIs, a run scored, was also hit by a pitch. 
Yelly 0 for 4, two strikeouts. Ryan Braun goes 1 for 3 with a walk and a couple of strikeouts. Jed Jericho 0 for 2, a couple of strikeouts. Avisail Garcia 0 for 2, two walks, one run scored. Justin Smoke goes 0 for 3 with a walk and a run scored. Manny Pena goes 0 for 2 with a walk and a run scored. Orlando Arcia, 1 for 3, two RBIs. Eric Sogard, the pinch hit, 1 for 1 with a walk and a run scored. Mighty Might just doing the job. What is his on-base percentage now? Upwards of 420-ish, if you know what I mean. Uh, Omar Narvaez had a plate appearance, drew a walk in this one. Ben Gamble, one plate appearance and did strike out. And uh, pitching lines tonight for the Brewers, Josh Lindblom, three and two-thirds, three hits, two runs, both earned. Three walks and five strikeouts. Eric Yardley goes one inning with nothing. Brent Suter, one and two-thirds, three hits, four runs, just two earned, however. A walk and a couple of strikeouts. Corey Knable, two-thirds of an inning, one hit and a couple of strikeouts. Bobby Wall, not good, one inning, two hits. Two earned runs, and the Pirates tonight, they get eight runs on nine hits with one error. The Brewers just uh, six runs. I should say six runs on just five hits with the one big error. Uh, Let's see. The win goes. uh, Hart Lieb gets the win. His first, um, Josh Lindblom. No, Brent Suter takes the loss in this one, and Birdie with his first save on the year. The Brewers now two and three through the first five games. Rubber match of this uh, three-game set tomorrow. Woody on the mound, but still more to get to tonight. Brent Suter, a little rough patch, had a a really good inning and then a really bad inning. We'll hear from Brent Suter next. Baby Shade and Blind postgame show here on The Fan. It's the Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show. It's time to go inside the clubhouse to hear what the players are saying after today's game. On the fan, it's brought to you by Windows Select. Right now, buy one and get one free. Plus, no payments until 2021. Call Windows Select today at 262-703-3500. couple of corrections here after a Brewers 8-6 loss in this one. Number one, no, it wasn't uh, Brent Suter with the loss. We're going to hear from him in just a couple of minutes. He'd be mad at me if I discredited him with the loss. It was Bobby Wall with the loss, a two-run shot in that eighth inning. The other correction is, at no point to the management and ownership of uh, 105.7 FM, the fan, I never brought up politics in this. <laughs> I'll leave that to other talk show hosts. That that's not where where I went with this. So just just so we know, I tried to stick it uh, and keep it on baseball here, and and more on that in just a little while. They're starting to piece things together with the Miami Marlins organization. More from Mitch on that coming up in just a bit. Eight six loss series tied at a game apiece. Rubber match tomorrow, but we need to uh, unpack what went on in Brent Suter's outing. Brent, we were just uh, asking counts what he thought happened in that inning and and one of the ideas is your guys were batting for so long in the top of the seventh do you think that contributed to what happened in the bottom of the inning um I mean I I did everything I could to like stay loose as as, as I could and uh, all that so I don't think it was a factor um 
just I lost that inning when I hit Frazier and then walked um, you know Newman on four pitches. I I don't know what happened for those five pitches. That hasn't really happened to me in my career where I just I thought I hit I thought I stuck the pitch five times in a row and they went nowhere close. So that's really where I uh, gave them kind of momentum right back. And then, um, you know, the, the, you know, some stuff happened after, but um, yeah, it was just, I don't think it was the long inning per se. It was just um, those five pitches. You don't, you don't have that happen very often, do you, Brent? You've always been pretty good with your mechanics and, you said you were particularly mindful of him last year after the Tommy John and everything. And it's kind of a weird thing, huh? No doubt. Um, yeah, I'm going to take a look at some video um, either tonight or tomorrow, just try to fix whatever happened in those five pitches, make sure, you know, if I feel that happening, it doesn't, doesn't happen again. I, for some reason, I'm thinking I, it has to be that I was rushing and not getting my eyes there because all the misses were, or the majority of the misses were up in arm side. So, um, yeah, that. That really, uh, I, I got to take a look at that, but that was just, just, I mean, just terrible. It's terrible. You bounced back though, uh, Brent, um, after those pitches to look, looked at least like that you were executing the next ones to, to get that ground ball that you needed. Did you do, did you do anything differently as far as like an adjustment right there on the spot? Um, I just dug deep, you know I mean? I just had to, you know, breathe and just, I took every, ounce of energy I could to just get my eye, you know, my mental focus as good as I could. And, you know, I was already kind of just, you know, subpar in terms of like execution, obviously, but I just had to grind, like just had to dig deep and try to execute pitches. We almost, I mean, we almost got out of it somehow. Um, you know, I had to make some pitches against Bell and then, you know, we got a ground ball, but um, just baseball is a funny game and it didn't work out. Kind of weird how the two games flipped opposite directions too. I mean, you guys did it to them last night. They did it. Yeah. It just shows you how how delicate a game can be that it slips away so quick, right? Yeah, for sure. And you, you really have to give them credit. I mean, they got on, um, you know, the first two hitters got on. They made two really huge outfield assists that um, really turned, changed the game in a lot of ways. So, um, yeah, you got to give them credit too. They they battled really well. Um, but yeah, these first two games were absolute dog fights. You know, I mean, just four run leads evaporating like that's it's crazy to happen in back to back games. So it's going to be a battle tomorrow. But we we got to try to do our best to win the series. Hey, Brent, I know, I know you're used to the role and all, but with this being a, you know just a different version of the season, the you know, race into summer camp, the abbreviated abbreviated time and all. I mean, you you've gone, I think about 45 pitches both outings now are you feeling okay as far as fatigue or as far as your arm goes right now yeah the uh the training staff's doing an unreal job of making sure we're all recovering well doing uh the treatment doing you know the arm arm care's been really good really a priority for all of us um even heightened now because of the like the situation of the season like you said so yeah they're doing a great job and i feel i feel good um i felt i felt pretty good tonight just lost it yeah just lost it. It's the Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show. Let's find out who today's Chevy MVB of the game is on the fan. Find what's next. Check out the new 2020 Chevy Silverado at your local Chevy dealer or at WisconsinDriveChevy.com. Yeah, we did a, uh, I guess, a uh, political talk show just in the last segment, didn't we? <laughs> I think. 
Interesting email from Mark. I'll have that for you in just a little while before we sign off today. But man, oh man, wow. I'll I'll wait. I'll wait. Just just before I leave here, let me just get something off my chest. Chevy MVB in this game. Got to be Keston here. A two-run home run, and all told, three RBIs. A game-tying homer in the sixth. Three RBIs, as I said, your Chevy MVB. What did the Cubs do? What did the rest of the Central do? What are the Marlins doing? We'll have that for you coming up next here, Baby Shade and Blind postgame show. After this and every game, AM 1250 and 105.7 FM, The Fan. It's the Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show, and it's time to check the Major League scoreboard on the fan. Yeah, we know the score of this one in the Central. The Pirates take care of the Brewers 8-6 tonight to even up the series at a game apiece. Brandon Woodruff going back at it tomorrow to try and win the rubber match and, you know, come home feeling a little bit better. The off day on Thursday, and then it's opening day, by the way. Uh, news uh, on Brett Anderson. He will be the home opening starter for uh, the matchup against the Cardinals on Friday. So that'll be cool. Brett Anderson, the left-hander, gets the nod for the home opener on Friday for the crew. Mayor Mitch uh, around the Central and some baseball info. Yeah, the Cubs knocked off the Reds tonight 8-5. to five. 12 hits for the Cubs tonight, two homers for Javier Baez and a double. The win goes to Alec Mills for the Cubs. The loss to Cody Reed for the Reds. The Reds are struggling here out of the gates as one of the favorites in the National League Central. Elsewhere, the Twins knock off the Cardinals tonight. They go to 3-1, and 6-3. That was the final over there. Homer Bailey still around. He got the win. Carlos Martinez newly injected into that starting rotation. He takes a loss. He got roughed up quite a bit. Sergio Romo as well, Tim, got the save. He's been around, I think, since the dinosaurs uh, were roaming <laughs> yep. uh, the earth. Yep. Um, and that will do it here. Also, we have a couple of tweets coming in from Craig Mish earlier tonight, about the time the Brewers were unraveling uh, in that seventh inning, he tweeted out, he's a guy who covers the Marlins. He's been mm-hmm. all over this Marlins story. Uh, he tweeted out a couple hours ago, the uh, all t- Marlins players at the al- alternate campsite in Jupiter, Florida, not on Jupiter, excuse me, right. in Jupiter, Florida, tested negative for COVID today. These players are currently eligible to play for the cu- club when they resume play next week. Yep. So that I guess that's going to happen. And then he also yeah. would add some of the Marlins players who are now in Jupiter were on the flight to Atlanta from Miami and participated in the club's exhibitions, exhibition games there. They did not travel to Philadelphia. They flew back to Jupiter and have tested negative. So he's starting to piece it together. Yeah. So you wonder on the contact tracing if it was, you know, it, it appears it wasn't the game then. I, I just me on the surface, it appears it wasn't the actual baseball game, the exhibition game, because there were players that were combined from the alternate site to the big league guys that went in different directions. That's interesting. So we'll have to wait and see. Uh, this one, just to finish up the show from Mark, uh, he emailed uh, the Wendy's inbox live at 1057fmthefan.com. He says, Tim, nice to hear a perspective from the other side for a change. Okay. Let me just say this. I'm not saying a side. I'm not picking a side here. The point I'm making is when you watch the news and listen to a lot of sports talk show hosts, you can tell they're trying to steer you in a direction. 
We're all smarter than that. We get it. We understand it. Just saying, make up your own mind. Piece it all together. You guys are smart. (laughs) It is clear. I'm wildly entertained by certain networks and talk show hosts and sports talkers. And (laughs) you can kind of tell that they're just, yeah, it gets brutal at times. It it does. Uh, That's why I, I tend to try to stick with baseball as best I can. And that's what we're going to do tomorrow. Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin on deck show. Gets you ready for game three. Huge game for the Brewers early on in the 2020 championship season. It is, guys. It really is. They come home with an entirely different outlook. And here's why. No matter what happens, if they win that game tomorrow, they can come back saying, hey, it's it's a 500 road trip. And we didn't play all that well. Yet we still came back 500. That's a big, big start for Brandon Woodruff tomorrow. Uh, Again, Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin on deck show at 5.30 following the Wendy's Big Show. After the last bit, you make the switch right here. Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show. Mayor Mitch, nice job. Austin, Texas. You okay? Yeah, 8-6 the final. You guys have a good night. My name is Tim Allen. I'll see you tomorrow. And remember, as always, despite the outcome and all different crazy things happening, smile, Milwaukee. The world will smile back. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.